Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, Caroline here. I just wanted to share a message with you before getting into today's episode. This episode was recorded prior to March 2020 and before the world suddenly changed. Before I moved to Los Angeles, I tried to record as many episodes as I could with New York-based guests. So there are a bunch of episodes we still haven't aired that were recorded a while ago. They are great and fun and they're hopefully distracting episodes and I hope you love them. As we move forward into this strange and scary future, community is more important than ever, especially digital community. It's kind of all we have right now. So please don't hesitate to reach out via email, caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com, our Instagram account, which is gthanksjustboughtitpod, or by leaving a message at 424-245-0736. Let me know what you want to hear about in the coming weeks and months, and let us know how you're doing. Take care of yourselves and each other. Welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And before we get started, I want to remind you that G Thanks Just Bought It is on Instagram. You can follow along at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. We talk about all the products that we mention on the show, but we also talk about a lot of stuff that we don't talk about on the show. So come follow along. It's a lot of fun. Today, I am joined by someone you all said that you wanted to hear from. Rachel. Hi. Hi. Rachel Wilkerson Miller um, is the deputy editor of Vice Life, and she's the author of the upcoming book, The Art of Showing Up, How to Be There for Yourself and Your People. And that's coming out on May 26, 2020. So right after Memorial Day. Yes. First book of the summer. I hope so. First book of the summer. You can pre-order that now. Um, And she is also, you might know her as The Room across (laughs) social media, the Mm R-E-W-M. And that's how I knew you before we actually met. Um, but when I, so I pulled everyone, I'm like, you know, what guests should I have? And everyone was like, Rachel, 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 Rachel. So Rachel is here, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm so happy to have you. And, um, just so you know, Rachel has written a lot about her personal attire, like uniform. And I want to let you know that she's sticking to it today. (laughs) She's wearing a nice winter white jean and like a really nice turtleneck. You always look very put together. Thank you. I think that leads us kind of into your product that Mm -hmm. you brought. You were like, are books okay? And I was like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Books are great. I think that like... If everyone was doing book reviews, that would probably be weird. But this is like this is a I think this is a book that is a little bit more in the product space. Well, absolutely. And also you said that you wrote about it when you were working at BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. You wrote about it in twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. which means that you loved it, I love it. three years ago yeah. and you still love it. It holds up. Which is exactly what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're I think it's great that people love like I just bought this thing and I love it, but there's something really special about like had this thing for three years and I still want to talk about it. Yeah, I actually had some trouble deciding because I felt like I was like, what have I bought recently that I love? And I realized like I'm buying less and less 
in general because I'm buying more that I love and it stands up. Yes. So I'm actually proud of that. That is amazing. So tell us about this book. Okay, the book is called um, Home Comforts by Cheryl Mendelson. It was published originally in the 90s. I came across it when I was at a friend of a friend's home um, for a ladies article club. And I was her home was beautiful, just lovely, super tasteful. And sitting next to me on the side table was this beautiful book. It's very thick. It's 906 pages. Um, I'm like showing her the article. She wrote, I'm like, this yeah. is the one I'm pulling it up. I'm like, it's 906 pages? 906 Okay, so pages. no wonder you didn't bring it yeah. in hard copy today. Um, but I, I always have it with me because I have a Kindle edition too. So I have the Kindle <laughs> app on my phone. So if I ever have, if I have a need for a reference wow. uh, uh, when I'm out and about, I, I can pull it up, which is great. That, so you bought it twice. I bought it twice. Like that's how much I love this book. I also, I mean, I bought it more than twice because I bought it for like everybody I knew that year for Christmas because uh-huh. I discovered it in the fall. And then like my entire team got one for Christmas. Like everybody got this book from me for a while. It's so good. It's so cute. And I'm looking at the cover right now and it's definitely has this like house beautiful 90s. 90s. It's like this lovely like lemon meringue color Mm. and just like with the green trim. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. So I do recommend like buying the hard copy because it's a reference book. It's like an encyclopedia. You're going to want to just like have it, but Mm -hmm. also a Kindle copy is fine but there's this is a book that like you will like to own did you so when you saw it on your friend's coffee table Mm -hmm. what about it struck you it was actually open and it was open to the section on choosing a rug and the entire time I had been sitting there I was thinking the rug in this woman's living room is so beautiful and incredible so now I'm like making the connection between that and this book so I'm like (laughs) bible yeah so (laughs) I I asked her about the book and she's I don't even remember where she got it or how she came across it but I was like well I'm just I'm buying that immediately Mm. when I get like I ordered it on my way home and I'm thinking about like okay is Barnes and like am I gonna be able to go to Barnes and Noble yeah. today like I now I want it it's I yeah, love I'm the idea of ha- like a, a home reference it. book nothing gets me more excited than like doing something to my house to make it like better or cuter more efficient yes um and and this this seems like this it's, is the place it's to start. everything yeah okay, so, so you bought it on the way home yeah I like ordered it and so it would be ready for me and then I may I think very quickly I bought the Kindle edition too because I was like oh I'm gonna want to have this I like when that. I'm at work like it's actually fairly helpful in like writing about home and life like yeah. there's usually if we need to source an expert like we can find it in this book so mm-hmm. it's also helpful in that regard but mm-hmm. it's also just like a pleasure and a delight and like I just love this book so much so what are the things that you what are like two ta- or two or three takeaways that you got out of this book like, okay so what like, does a reference book mean when it comes to like home stuff so I will say that I recommend like you don't you're not going to read this book straight through obviously but I think you should read like the first few chapters mm-hmm. kind of setting it up getting to know this author who was like very funny she was originally a lawyer and like also loved housekeeping and she wanted to sort of write this bible for housekeeping and so she is like it is so exhaustive in this way that I love so much like she goes so deep in every aspect of a home most things like I'm not going to need to know about employment law for my like domestic staff anytime soon but that's in there that's really like polishing yeah like polishing silver and all these things that like, <laughs> that, like I don't do not uh, I don't need to know right now but they're there and like it's comforting to know that they are I feel like have you ever reached out to the author because I feel like you'd be the perfect person to be like hey let's write an updated 2020 version for like right. today's millennials that don't own silver or have help she is not very she's not very online I have not been able to Cheryl, find her easily and I'm also <laughs> a little bit afraid too. <laughs> girl um, but, call us yeah but she's got this sort of like fussiness, but also a self-awareness about it. Like she's got a really wry sense of humor. She recognizes that she's writing a, a thousand page book on how to take care of your home, but she's not prescriptive. Like she's she's very much like I'm telling you the like absolute 
best way to do things. I'm telling you the science. I'm telling you what is safest or smartest. But like I'm telling you so that you can then make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. Like it's very much this idea of like you need the hard knowledge, but then you need to run that through the lens of like what's going on in your life and make decisions. And you can't make those decisions if you don't know what you're doing. Like you need this foundation. But who put Cheryl in charge? Like what's her credentials? I mean, that's like in the whole first part of it. But her credentials are just like she loves this so deeply that that she's like like, committed to it. She is committed to the cause in a way that I'm like, no, you you got this. She's also a lawyer. So she like attacked it with this like intensity she's wonderful so it kind of reminds me of like the home decor equivalent to like Jolie Care yes who is like I like I'm always like Jolie how did you become like the clean Mm -hmm. person how does one come out as like a super clean person who just like knows like we um, had to clean our bathtub the other day Mm -hmm. and like before I did anything I texted like I could Mm -hmm. google it but like I have Jolie's number in my phone so I'm gonna take advantage of that (laughs) I'm like hi Jolie like how do I clean my tub Mm -hmm. Um, because there was like a specific thing that I had to get rid of there was like a rust stain Mm -hmm. on it she just like it's too quick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you didn't even have to look that up. You, she was like, the brand is named this, and mm. and my cat um, Kevin peed in my suitcase on the morning of my wedding, and so I'm texting, <laughs> I'm texting Jolie. Um, I'm like, hi, I just opened my suitcase, and it's like very clear that my kitten, like, it was not in my wedding dress, thank God. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is like not the memory I want of my no. wedding morning. But she was like, go to Key Foods. You're gonna get this thing called Back Out. <laughs> it's an enzymatic cleaner. You're gonna, and she was totally right. Yeah, she. And she did not lead me astray. And I feel like maybe Cheryl is the like home yes. decor and keeping of house. It is it, very similar. It's like a more it's just an older sort of a different tone, but the kind of a lot of the same For information. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, Was it a bestseller book? I don't think so. I don't I don't okay. know. I mean actually I take that back. I think it may have been. I think reading the Amazon description, it may have been at the time, but like not like a bestseller as far as I know in the way that like she was on Oprah and like she was like, yeah. well, like it was, it may have been something not like, like Martha Stewart. Right. Like it wasn't something that like skyrocketed her necessarily to wow. fame. And she's written other books, but they're sort of offshoots. Like it'll be just like a section of it, like the laundry section. This or, is like the full yes. Monty. Yeah. The whole deal. How much did you pay for it? I think it was $16 when I bought it Easy. and the price has dropped. Like sometimes you'll find it for like 11 on Amazon, the paperback version. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm already thinking, like, what a great... I love books that are tools. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what a reference book is. But I just really like the idea of of kind of... Google can be overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. And there are so many different ways to do so many things. Right. None of them are wrong. Right. Um, it sounds like you found a book that really gives you the way that you're most comfortable doing most things right. when yeah. you look it up. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I read the first... Like, I read the preface. I read the first few chapters when she tells you who she is. And she just makes this, like, impassioned case for taking care of your home that's Mm. so lovely. Like, her tone is just – I love it so much. And then I read through the chapters that felt relevant to me. So, like, there's a lot on – like your kitchen and keeping your kitchen clean and how to do dishes properly. Um, I read laundry, the bedroom one, uh, neatening. Like, you can kind of pick out the ones you're like, oh, this applies to my life. Like, bathrooms. What's the uh, most, like – the craziest thing that you learned from this book and that that you do now because of this book? So two things. I think we'll put a pin in enzyme cleaners because that was one of them. But I would say in general, the big takeaway that I had is that our homes are death traps. And so like she really cares about safety. That's actually kind of the top priority when uh-huh. she's thinking about how to clean your home is like wait, your home should be safe. Traps? Okay, so one of the I'm things like, that wait I'm, a minute, right, hold on, tell just me. like there's <laughs> like every like, lurking behind every corner is something you could trip and fall on. So ah. she has like practical advice that's like wear slippers in your home because you could slip and fall and like yeah, I like I knew that on some level, but I wasn't making the connection of like sometimes I just go sliding across the floor of my apartment to like you could hurt yourself and w- be like really regretting right. that you did. There's you a need solution. To put some 
like right. rules in place about how you operate in yes. this space. And it's a lot of things like here's how to avoid breaking things. Like if you take two dish, uh, two glasses out of the dishwasher and they're mm-hmm. stuck together, like you can't just try to yank them apart. They will they might break and you could uh-huh. hurt yourself. Right. So it's a lot of like safety tips. Um, She's a big advocate of nightlights. So, like, again, these are really small like things. simple things. Simple things. But she makes a good compelling Yeah, case. and one of the things I thought was super interesting was she was talking about how, like, a lot of slips and falls, particularly with aging adults, is, like, they're in somebody else's home and they don't know the way around. And so, like, if you have family coming to stay with you, put out nightlights. And she said specifically at the top and bottom of stairs, that's where a lot of injuries happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, these are sort of when you hear, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, most of us aren't doing that. Yeah. So it just is helpful to have somebody telling you like this is how to run your home uh-huh. in a way that is is safe that, yeah the other thing she talks about is like the case for sort of cleaning up after yourself is that if you have crumbs all over your counter like that attracts bacteria or like there's a ton about foodborne illness and how to avoid it that would scare me yeah it's, like it's, reading about foodborne illness like, yeah it like makes me physically feel like i have a foodborne illness. <laughs> so i yeah no i mean all of that makes sense right i think like seeing it mm-hmm. is is obvious right does it is it like but it's that's kind of vague, right? I mean, it's like clean up after yourself is vague. Does it say like how? It does. does it say it, like exactly how to make sure that like things are, yes. you know, anti, I don't know. Yes, sterilized. like how to sanitize things, yeah. that kind of thing. And one thing, another tip that I took away from it is that she advocates using dish cloths to wash your dishes. So not like a Spun- scrubber brush or a sponge. Well, she sponges says, are gross. Right. And she says that dish cloths are like the easiest to, you can toss them in the laundry. They're eco-friendly. They hold up. And I was like, ugh, uh, I don't know. But then I like listened and bought like a bunch of dish, dish oh, clothes on Amazon. To, you have to tell us the ones that you bought yeah. so that we can just like, like a pack. They're great. Yeah. Just like a regular pack. Just a pack. I'll, and then I'll you throw them the in the laundry. Yeah. yeah. And they are great. And she's mm-hmm. right that like they're super effective. Like they're more effective than a dish brush. And I'm just like, man, yeah. you, Damn, you did Cheryl. this. You got me. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is my, my big thing is especially in apartments where when I lived in New York, uh, you you end up getting into apartments where you're like the many millions of people who have lived here before me. Mm-hmm. And some apartments that you move into, it's like no matter how hard you clean them, they don't look clean. No. And and <laughs> I wonder if there's did she ever get into kind of this like, okay, so you're not living in like a hotel. <laughs> right. You know, I don't remember. I think this is definitely not built for like people who are living in New York City in tiny apartments. But she does. She lived in New York for a so while she in an apartment. It. So she does get it. But mm-hmm. she's got sort of a now she's in Connecticut, I think, when she's writing this. So she's got a she's she's leveled up a it, bit. If you look at the cover of this book, it, the Connecticut thing really. Yeah. Fits. Either Connecticut or like in New York State somewhere. But she's she's living well. All right. It's time for a break. We'll be right back. Someone tweeted yesterday. Or a few days ago, I don't really remember, but it was like, hey, have you ever thought about the fork you're using at the restaurant has been in like hundreds of people's mouths? Wow. And then someone responded, like, actually, the forks in your kitchen are are much dirtier yeah. than the ones in the restaurants because they get mm-hmm. sanitized, which like basically like cooks the fork at 400 yeah. degrees after every use. And you only apparently need it to be like 150 degrees to get mm-hmm. rid of any sort of like bacteria. Mm-hmm. So it made me think like, is there a better way for us to be doing dishes? And I yeah. am currently living in a house in Los Angeles with no dishwasher. Ooh. And I'm, I'm coming from an apartment in Brooklyn that did have a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. The no dishwasher was the one 
thing, the one box that this house didn't check yeah. and we're dealing with it. But I'm the one that's in charge of the dishes. Okay. So I now, after reading that tweet that will now haunt me for the rest of my life, right. wonder if she has some tips she about does. She does. Like how to actually sanitize. Yeah, how to actually sanitize. She also, um, okay. I can't remember how much she talks about gloves, but I will g- personally give you my recommendation that like if you are doing dishes, if you're doing any chore, gloves are like my secret weapon. Like I hate doing water chores of any kind, but putting gloves on. Yeah, I just like don't like getting my skin wet. Would putting you, gloves on changes everything. Like a like a long dish glove. Yep. Would you rather clean a bathroom or clean a refrigerator? Clean a refrigerator. Okay, I'd rather clean a bathroom. Really? Mm-hmm. I do not want to deal with old food. Okay. Like, I, I don't like food. I don't like sticky stuff that you don't know where it came from. Yeah. The bathroom is like kind of know what you're in for. True. Like scrub the tub, scrub the sink, scrub mm-hmm. the toilet. I agree. The refrigerator is too many surprises. <laughs> There's too many like opportunities for something to pop out and scare the shit That's out fair. of me yeah. in my fridge. It, so yeah, I'm I much more prefer to clean a bathroom. One thing she says, this is her most, I would say, strident advice, is that you should be cleaning the inside of your refrigerator every single week. Like taking out the glass, taking and, out the glass. So that's actually right. I, I, I scrub down like once a month. I maybe. don't like the. I hate the idea of it, but the reason I picked refrigerator is because every time I do it with like my gloves on and the nice dish, not nice, but like the dishcloth. There's something about like cleaning that glass with a oh, cloth yeah. and the soap that feels very like lovely to me. And then I it love looks the so good effect. after yeah, that I actually I went through a period where I was cleaning my fridge every single week and like it was nice. It was good. My in my new Los Angeles life when I am now a new person living in <laughs> California, um, I'm now gonna be a person that cleans my fridge out every week. It changes things. I don't do it anymore I should. The it's, thing is is when you when you do that, it can never get too gross. Right. My Even every issue other is week that, I, that I always start this weekly thing like six months into living somewhere and that first wash mm-hmm. is so heinous yeah. because you know something has just like rotted yes. in the back and like, I'm sorry, if this isn't how you live, then I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems to be how most people I know live. It's like there's always something like an old jar of yeah. salsa, mm-hmm. like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I have another recommendation for cleaning out your fridge, a personal one. If something is, like, absolutely disgusting, particularly leftovers in a container, you want to (laughs) say freeze it. And then you can, like, you can just, like, get the whole chunk out and throw it away. Oh, my God. You don't have to deal with, like, the the goop. The goop. You just freeze it in full and, like, it comes out in a chunk. Unfortunately, my response to throwing away leftovers is I just taught, like, the 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 Tupperware goes. Like, everything is gone. Mm -hmm. Horrible and eco- mean but like i yeah no that kind of stuff like i physically get like a little gaggy yeah um but put me in any bathroom like a public bathroom i would happily clean wow over my own refrigerator (laughs) i don't know what it is i think i think old food like everyone has their like little trigger i think for me it's like a kind of unidentified food stuff Mm -hmm. for me the hair of the bathroom oh that see i'm getting like (laughs) we have a, um, a friend um Emily, who I feel comes up a lot on this podcast. I feel like this cannot be the first episode I've mentioned, like, our mutual friend, Emily. Emily, who will uh, eventually be a guest on this podcast, is a mutual friend to all. She also has the hair thing. Yeah. And I think that's, she's like, oh, my God, I can't even go into the bathroom with bare feet because if there's, like, a piece of Mm. hair. I'm like, it's your hair. Dry hair doesn't upset me as much, but wet hair. Like, Like stuck to the shower. Or in the drain. (laughs) Like, when you've got two women with long hair sharing a space, like, it is really disgusting. And and they should make special Mm. vacuums for lesbians because we are, like, (laughs) killing my Dyson and I don't know how. (laughs) Well, I mean, as I am straight, but I do have two cats and between the three of us we yeah. have a lot yeah, of hair we, I got my dog around and like it's real bad it's, um, it's gross <laughs> I'm trying to think of the gross oh we shared a video on the Thanks podcast Instagram um, Thanks just bought it pod and it was like all these tools that you like didn't really know existed mm-hmm. and it's sort of like 
calming to watch but one of them was one of those like sticks that you stick in the drain Ooh. and like all this hair came out and I was literally like Bleh. I'm like getting sick thinking <laughs> yeah, I know, about I it yeah but that it. was it also had that broom didn't it it had that the broom was with genius the, with the comb. I, I actually want that it has the claws yeah it's like oh yeah that's the kind of thing that um brooms are the thing that you're introduced to because like your mom has one mm-hmm. and so you're like oh yeah this is what a broom is right brooms have changed since the mm-hmm. 80s like let me tell you oh I know <laughs> now so I've never seen a a broom with teeth anymore mm-hmm. and then I was in the container store the other day and every broom had teeth really yeah I was like oh okay so we're okay, just doing we're this doing now it. but basically what it is is like you scoop all the stuff into the bin and then you pull up the broom and it's like a comb it's going through beautiful. the broom hair and then you don't have to like pick out the dust from your broom I which is disgusting yeah I love that idea so Cheryl maybe doesn't even know about teeth probably not in but the she's, brooms. she is actually really like old school in that she's like you don't need in the same way that every real chef is like you don't need all these gadgets in your kitchen She's like, you don't need all these yeah. like little time-saving hack things. Like you can probably, it's the old school stuff that works. And so I, I respect that about her. But sometimes you want a broom with teeth, and that is fine. I think. Well, I mean, it's like a broom is something that you don't buy every year. Right. You have a broom, mm-hmm. and unless it breaks or becomes so disgusting, mm-hmm. you're not really replacing it that often. So it's like it, it, and they're not that expensive. So if you're spending eighteen dollars on a broom with teeth. You can say, like, I already have a broom. Mm-hmm. Or you can be like, I'm going to toss that broom. And get a new and broom. And I'm going to buy this $18 broom. And, like, we're not going to think about brooms for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just my broom this now. This is the broom I have. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things that you don't have multiples of in your right. apartment. Like, maybe you have a dustpan. Yes. And a broom. Um, I personally have, like, a stick vacuum and then also a dust buster, mm-hmm. which I don't really think I even need both of, but I like having them both. Mm-hmm. But a broom is, like, you're not, like, adding a broom to your broom collection. <laughs> no. It's just like, okay, I can repl- I'm can i going to upgrade my broom. Yeah. Um, and the washcloths is really smart. Yeah. I th- sponges actually gross sponges are me gross. out. Like when they start to smell, we're talking about the grossest stuff today. Yeah, but sorry. I don't like that. I think dishcloths are better because then you can just throw them in the yeah. wash. Do you have a washer and dryer in your apartment? I don't, but my girlfriend does. Okay, cool. So yeah, and and our house now, our new house does. So now I'm just gonna wash everything all the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe I I will. Yeah, make the switch because it's, that's going to be convenient for me now. It's convenient. It's eco friendly. Eco friendly. Yeah. One thing about this book is it is it helps a bit with my climate anxiety because it is about ultimately preserving things and and keeping things nice yes. and keeping them functional. Yes. So it it is teaching me how to take care of my things so that I don't have to constantly replace them. I really like that. Yeah. It's Remind very me of the book's name again. Home comfort. Home comfort by Cheryl. Cheryl Mendelson. Well, we're gonna link to it. The cover is so '90s and like wonderful. Mm-hmm. You've been recommending this now for years. Yep. And and it's 906 pages, but it's truly an encyclopedia. Truly an encyclopedia. Do you recommend the Kindle version over the the, the physical book? Like, what's your take? I could go either way. I think it's personal preference. I think I like that the Kindle version is searchable, but the, the actual version has... A, a comprehensive index, so it, yeah. it's doable. And the there's little illustrations throughout, which are kind of nice pictures. in the actual book. It feels like reading. There's something about it that is oh, it really. Oh, teaches you have to do, how to do like hospital corners on beds. Yes, that was a good take. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, it's great. That's so cool. Yeah, it's just little things like that. Um, um among the this is exactly the perfect temperature a home should be, and, and things like that. Oh, I love yeah, this. Okay, just covers everything. Well, that's a wonderful recommendation. Thank you. I'm really glad that aprons, rags, and mops. Okay, so these are all of the chapters. Yes. Yeah, you wrote our homes are basically death traps in all caps. <laughs> um, yeah, she's like, yeah, you said she's like a little overbearing, but it's like in a good way. Yes, with love. Carefully disregarding care labels. Yeah, it's about like she's telling you how to do your laundry properly, so then you know when you don't have to listen to the uh-huh. labels, which I think most people just don't listen to the labels, but 
but then feel guilty about it. And it's a, it's kind of telling you how to disregard care labels, which is, is basically like wash things in cold water on the gentlest cycle you can is a good way around For everything. That. That's a pretty safe bet. I like that. Because hot is like likely to fade or shrink things or yeah. stains set in. So, um, so right after I read this book, one of the big things I learned was about enzyme cleaners for protein stains. Yep. Like blood or egg or, or cat, cat pee. pee. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't have any enzyme cleaners. That's basically going to be like an OxyClean. So I was like, oh, this is helpful. I'm going to buy some. So ordered some on Amazon. Got it. Whatever. A couple days later, I had just bought new sheets, like beautiful snowy winter white flannel sheets and like one of these like beautiful white cotton blankets. Obviously, washing a new set of sheets in New York is like no small feat to like get them on your bed for the first time. So it was like lovely. Go to bed, wake up so cozy in them, touch my face. I'm like, that's weird. I feel something wet. I had the first ever nosebleed of my life. And I washed blood fall like this, like a a, a, slow motion motion drop and it hit the blanket and the like it hit every part of this new stuff and I was like okay well yeah I was so upset and I was like Cheryl has said the enzyme cleaner I'm gonna try this I don't think it's gonna work I think I've just these sheets will never recover this might work for Cheryl but it's not gonna work I think it hit my duvet too which is also white (laughs) so I like strip my entire bed in the morning before work treat it like stick the whole thing in the cold water. You already have the enzyme cleaner. I had, I had bought it after reading the book, so I like the you timing to be was ready. perfect. Oh, yeah, I, I got ahead of it, and I so I stuck it in there to soak all day, like in cold water with the enzyme cleaner on to soak. Came home, rinsed it out in the sink with cold water, and the stain was gone. And I was just like, oh my god, I am, I am, I can do anything. So what brand is this? This is just like OxyClean. Really? Yeah, just your. It was like an OxyClean like spray stain remover. Yeah, which is very good. Um, I also have been using this spray and wash stick that looks like a deodorant stick. Also very retro looking. Mm-hmm. This is my girlfriend's favorite stain remover. I okay. sort of use them in conjunction depending on the stain. They are both excellent. The her stain remover got out like a coffee stain that was months old. That's crazy. It was wild. It's it's I, incredible. I feel so in charge of my life when I can get out a stain. I love that. Yeah, like I've defeated it. Now that I have a washer dryer, I'm gonna pay I'm gonna be like way more on top of my shit yeah. with the stains. Before we go any further, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back to talk about bleach and <laughs> cleaning and it's gonna be great. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, we're back. All right, so we're talking about stains and stain removing. Mm -hmm. And it kind of leads me into what I brought today was that I finally found a white T-shirt that I like that rivals the Madewell Whisper Tea, which I own 40 or 50 of. Mm -hmm. I buy about 12 every summer. Mm -hmm. And they get holes in them after a while. You wash them, they get really thin. Mm -hmm. I wear them all the time. I'm wearing um, the new one now. Old Navy makes a, I think they call it like a luxe T-shirt. It's like ten dollars each. I bought twenty because the thing about Old Navy uh-huh. um, is that you never know when something's going to go away forever. <laughs> yep. Um, so I bought like a ton, and I actually think I like it better than the Whisper wow. Tea. Okay. I'm gonna. 
I mean, there's nothing to say about it other than it's a white t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And that is, I, I like my t-shirts a little oversized. I mm-hmm. like the sleeves to be a little bit bigger since okay. I don't like a tight look. Um, I wear them under sweaters. I wear them under jean jackets. I wear them. Is it only v-neck or do they have a crew neck? I think they have a crew neck. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I only wear v-neck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have all different necks, all different colors. <laughs> but I bought like a bunch of grays and a bunch mm-hmm. of whites because I follow in your footsteps of the uniform and yes. I have one and myself. And hoarding, I'm there with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Hoarding a product. I'm like, I can no longer buy one of anything now. Like, ev- I have to buy everything in twos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I bought a lot of these t-shirts and, but now I come home and if, like I find out, I mean, actually, no matter what we're eating for dinner, <laughs> I take off the shirt. Like, yeah. I put on like something I don't care about or I put on an old, like I cycle back to my old Madewell t-shirts that I'm like, well, this already has like stains on it and like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna wear this while I eat like spaghetti. Um, like a child because <laughs> I feel like I buy white shirts and they never, ever, ever look as crisp mm. or as white as they do. If I just did a load of wash with like Oxy, does that keep your stuff white? So I I don't know about Oxy specifically. I don't use it, but I finally after You just like, use it on stains? Yeah. Okay. But finally after years of wearing a lot of white clothing, I started using bleach, which uh-huh. I was afraid to use before. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. And after I used it the first time, I was like, oh, wow, like this sparkles, huh? It's just because I would be afraid to use it because I'd be like, I'm the person that puts the like red sock right. in or the, the right. black sock in. But you just put like a whole load of whites in. Yep. Even like a white jean? I wash my white jeans separately from like just, like everything, but okay. I so I would I would bleach my white jeans with like a a color safe bleach, not like a a super hard. Like there's a really gentle uh, Clorox. It's 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 called like Clorox Gentle, and that's what I use on my jeans because I'm just okay. I'm I'm still too afraid to, no, to mess up my white jeans. And a lot jeans. of whites are like creams. Exactly. Um, they're not like blinding white. Yeah. So but what would I use on a load of like twenty t-shirts? I mean, I just use the Clorox like gentle on that. Okay. But you could probably you could probably use something stronger. I think right now I have like a Tide Color Safe bleach that do I also use. Do you use like a liquid, a detergent? Like do you it's use a, like a, it's a, a powder? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Like I've never had my own washer dryer. We used to use a portable washing mm. machine, but now I have one with the like the tray, the tray, and it has all these words on it. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even think I'm putting it in the right place. Yeah, I, I'm literally I, a baby. Like, I don't. Growing up. You you will appreciate this book. I also don't <laughs> love the wait. tray though because I find it. Like, even if I know from the book sort of where in the cycle the bleach should be put in, I don't know where in the this yeah. particular washer. Like, it has symbols. It's confusing. I think I need so to, like, read the manual. I just put it where my girlfriend told me to, but I actually don't know if that's the right place. So I need to, like, read her washer manual okay. to be sure. You know, don't even read the washer manual. Just Google the YouTube the name of the washer. And oh. There will be someone who actually can show it to you. That's great. YouTube is, is every person who hates reading the manual's mm. best friend because... You look up any hair tool, any product, mm-hmm. any like digital sort of camera. When I got all of my remote podcasting stuff set up, instead of reading the manual, I just like watched someone do it That's on YouTube. That's so smart. If you're a visual learner, it's the yeah. way to go. So yeah, if you looked up that exact washer okay. dryer, you could totally find okay. it. Um, and I'm going to have to do the same because I'm so afraid. I mean, I just grew up in a house where my mom was all about efficiency and mm-hmm. like I don't know that we were doing a ton of like... I'm doing a whitewash and right. I'm doing a colors. Like it's like we are putting the clothes in the laundry, yeah. and I think we wash everything on cold or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you know, unless it was something really specific. Mm-hmm. But like there wasn't too many. We didn't have a lot of different steps of like, okay, well now we bleach our shirts and now we keep our whites. It was like, do not. We had a lot of stain stick, like mm-hmm. the, the yeah, stick yeah. that you were talking about. It was a lot of like, don't spill something on your shirt. Yep. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Like, we're not going to do like a triage on your right. ten dollar white T shirt if you put spaghetti sauce on it. Mm. So now I just like eat most of my food like, naked, <laughs> so I don't ruin my clothes. Right, I do triage now. That's my. That's I, great. Though. Yeah. So I actually, 
I made a big mistake and I got new white jeans over the summer, white Levi's that I loved. Mm. And I they were fairly pricey. And I was like, I'm not going to buy a second pair. And then that's that was the wrong choice. And then I was like, I should get a second pair. And then they were gone, which yeah. I didn't think would happen. I thought I could count on Levi's. They had the we jeans, all but think not it the doesn't white. Ha- it's going to happen to us. I know. So I, I never make that mistake. Like I always buy things in multiples. So I was upset with myself. And then I went to a work event where they had little like drink tickets, like the little like admit one. Yeah. I had an extra one, left it in my back pocket. Those things bleed. Oh, yeah. So I took my jeans out of the washing machine and was like, what happened? Like, it looked like a tube of lipstick had exploded oh, on the back pocket. Of your favorite jeans. Of my favorite jeans, which I'm wearing now because after three weeks of, like, repeat, like, I would not let this go. Yeah. I just was, like, treating and wash, like, treating, soaking, washing, treating, soaking, washing. I was like, I'm going to get this stain. I can do this. I believe in myself and I have gotten them to wearable. Yeah. And then you know what happened? The Levi's came back online. I was going to say. They're back. My hot tip, Poshmark, Mercari, eBay. Mm -hmm. Just eBay didn't have. If Mm -mm. you didn't have. Well, if you just keep a consistent, you know, daily search going. (laughs) It's just something you do at the end of the day. Yeah. Just like check your faves. They show up sometimes. Okay. Um, Uniqlo used to make these great collared like Oxford shirts for Mm -hmm. men. And that was what Dan wore all the time. And then all of a sudden, there was like slim fit, and then there was like yeah. for a regular fit. Mm-hmm. They stopped making regular fit. Now they're only slim fit. And Dan's like, I can only wear regular fit. Right. And they don't make them anymore. It's <sighs> tragic. Rude. It and, is. But he has found, because like Levi's, you know, Uniqlo is a brand that's ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. And a lot of people have the stuff. And mm-hmm. people do secondhand clothing sales all the time. And he's found like a ton of different shirts. That's amazing. On eBay. I mean, it's it's extra effort. Yeah. But, you know, you can either be me and spend $700 on white t-shirts <laughs> and then you're yep. good for the rest of your life. Or you can be a person who is actually committed to like finding their stuff. Or yeah. you could just be smart and just buy like three you can three I'm is the, the right. over hoarder. I'm like the well, extreme coupon. Also, like t-shirts are not gonna last as long. They're so not. you're gonna want more of those. I think the most I've ever bought of anything is three. Of of like a substantial At a time? item. Yeah. Like three yeah. sweaters or th- like there's I have a, you cream seem a little bit more gap hoodie that is. Mm-hmm. There I I have two and that <gasps> felt a bit much. But. I can't well I have like a, a like two denim jackets that I love and um like for bigger items. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could go past three, but yeah. for T-shirts and socks and underwear, oh. Target discontinued my like favorite underwear. Same thing happened to me with Aerie, and oh I'm just my like, God, what? it's so annoying. I thought I like, I like bought them out, but that's it. Yeah, I do that at um, Harmon Face Values mm. when I was in Brooklyn because I haven't found one in California yet. Um, but they have this two dollar blonde hair mask that I put in my hair once a week and it keeps it from being brassy mm-hmm. it keeps it a little icy and it's one of those things that like there's a box and there's like 12 packets mm-hmm. and like every time I see that they ha- they're in stock I like bring the yeah. entire box at the front I'm like oh you're buying us out and I'm like you're right I yeah. am <laughs> I am so it's gonna cost me $24 and then I'm good for another like two months mm-hmm. but those are the kinds of things that like oh you'll stop at a store and you'll be like oh every store probably has this yeah. and you're like why don't they have it um but yeah the I, I like to buy up on the, the like, staple pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never not going to wear a white T-shirt. No. So if I do a big purchase now and it saves me from having to do it again for another couple of years, yeah. then great. Mm-hmm. But I've been in that position where, you're like, they'll always have this white T-shirt. And then you put on what you think <laughs> is the white T-shirt <laughs> right. that you've always had. And you're like, what is this? This is not the same. This is not the same. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It is incredible, though, to ruin something and then be like, you know what? I've got a whole new one. Yeah, it's like, please. Yeah, like, this is nothing. Now, are you team wear one until it runs out and then bring out the new one? Or are you team rotate three of the same thing? I've done both. Okay. It depends on the item. I don't I don't know how I decide, but like sometimes I'm like, this feels fine to just keep 
like I have some things that I feel like are going to break down fairly faster, faster mm-hmm. and so I want to have like a whole fresh new one yeah. ready to go. And then I have other things that I'm like I'm just I just have more than one of these. I love that. Yeah. And tell me about the stick again. My mom is obsessed with it's literally called stain stick. Me, I when you know when I'm old and gray. Okay, so it's the one I have. I will hear her voice in my head. Spray and wash. Spray and wash. It's bright green, but it's with a, a stick. Red, it's not a spray. Yeah, with a red lid. <laughs> it looks like a deodorant from like nineteen. It could be any it year from nineteen eighty to nineteen ninety. It's very primary color. Yeah, um, it's really ugly. It also. <laughs> We, we couldn't remember the name of it for the longest time or, like, couldn't figure out how to find it in stores. And then I just randomly found it in, like, this – our bodega has, like, a home goods store next to it. And they just had it there. And I was like, it's here. I have to get it. We found another one. It was just this weird mystery stick. So can I see – here? Yeah. Let me, it's not like – I don't want to see what it says. It's, like, not like a well, Tide. How much is it, like, $9? Like, oh, it's, like, $4. Oh, it's not deal. like a Tide or, or yes, a brand that you Yes, this is what my mom know. was yeah. into. It's, like – it's basically – Keeps you from having to throw it in the laundry immediately. Mm-hmm. It like holds the stain mm-hmm. in place and treats it, but also acts as like a barrier against like mm. other stuff. Because the second you, I mean, people know that, but like when you use one of these sticks, it's in place of it's sort of to get rid of that knee jerk reaction to like put water on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because water can sometimes set a stain. Yes, hot water particularly. I just pour seltzer all over myself, like Lacroix. <laughs> also, it's always like never because I don't we don't drink right. plain seltzer. You don't have flat water, so I, right? And like so. I, I don't have like um just like a bottle of like Schweppes. So every time I get a stain, I'm like pomple mousse like all over. I'm like taking a bath in it. Mm-hmm. But it, that that kind of works. And um, oh, I'm like kicking something that's making noise. Uh, those things kind of will hold the stain. Like you could toss that in laundry yeah. and it would stay for a few days. Mm-hmm. The other tip that I wanted to give on the cleaning um that Dan and I learned um with our cats and their many. Uh, indiscretions um, so if you have a cat pee situation uh, you know those Bissell spot cleaners mm-hmm. so they're big and they're cumbersome and to fit in any apartment or house is asking for you to find like a whole space for them Yeah, we were desperate um, our tiniest kitten um, was going through puberty mm-hmm. around Christmas uh, our cats really pick amazing <laughs> times to like right. do insane things so he like sprayed on oh, uh, on no. a blanket that I love uh-huh. and I was like Jesus like it was Christmas Eve um, and he's looking at me like what and I'm like <laughs> Jesus Christ and so my mom's friend had given me um, like passed down like a Bissell spot cleaner to mm-hmm. me but I had no room for it and then a neighbor was like on our on our free Facebook you know group neighborhood thing was like oh I'm like dying for a spot cleaner and I'm like you know what take this like mm-hmm. I haven't used it yet because it's one of those things where if you just don't have a ton of room right it's a thing you use twice a year right. and you're so happy you have it totally but then all the other days of the year you're like why do I have this effing spot cleaner right but I kept the um I forgot to give her the the detergent that goes oh. with it so it was just in my house mm-hmm. and it's just like big thing of like flammable <laughs> and I'm like I don't know how to get rid of this so right. I was kind of like just stepping around it for a while and I was so desperate when Steve um peed on the blanket that I was like I wonder if you just throw the detergent from the spot cleaner in the laundry will it help and it helps oh that's amazing so you don't even need a spot cleaner if your animal pees on something that you love that is able to go in the washing machine Mm -hmm. like half a cup of like you know Mm -hmm. this enzymatic stuff that goes into this machine put it in your laundry with detergent okay the the smell that it's going to have at the end is not going to be cat pee but it's going to be a little bit sterile Mm. like hospital yeah so just throw it back in the wash and kind of like overdo it on the scent of your Mm -hmm. favorite cleaner good as new damn and it's it it, we've done it now twice with two different blankets yeah because our 
cat being sucks, able but to clean your stuff is it's nice. is a good feeling. So this is all yeah. inside that book and uh-huh. more. And mm-hmm. and did you have all these ideas to kind of like have the stuff on hand after this book? Did this book inspire you it to did. be a little bit more it, prepared? Yeah, it inspired me to buy like, the dishcloths. It inspired me to buy the enzyme cleaner. It, I got night lights. Like it it. it it kind of gave me like I did a little Amazon that. purchase after reading it to stock up and be prepared, That's and, and awesome. it really came in handy when I needed it. Well, that sounds like I just love how all of your tips are, you know, conducive to the the care and keeping of your home. Um, Rachel, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank you for just having me. It. It's great. Remind everyone where they can follow you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So you can. The best place is my blog, which kind of like is where I'm like updating once a week. It's justgoodshit.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so I send good a newsletter. Yeah, just lots of recommendations for just good shit, whether that's <laughs> things to read or things to buy. Yep. Um, and then I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the t h e underscore r e w m. And before we go, your book's gonna come out mm-hmm. first Tuesday of the summer. Well, mm-hmm. technical summer not technical summer sorry theoretical summer <laughs> right after memorial day mm-hmm. tell everybody what they can expect from um this book uh, the book is sort of the it is like a grown-up care and keeping of you and also I your friends that. so it's like how to Classic the first American half is, girl yeah ugh, what a good book. book uh first half is how to take care of yourself so it's about like getting to know yourself setting boundaries um just like kind of building a, a life and a routine that feels good to you and and being mindful of your time and your energy and, and how you're spending your your resources and then the second half is about uh, your friends or your people so it's about like making new friends it's about maintaining your friendships and being a good friend and then it's also about like dealing with bad situations when somebody's upset with somebody else or you basically need to have a tough conversation with a friend and then both sections have it's like dealing like showing up for yourself when things are hard mm-hmm. and then showing up for other people when things are hard so if somebody you know or care about is going through something difficult it, there's just tons of different sort of tips and approaches to, to dealing with that and being good I to them. I love that. You know, like us 30-somethings don't really get a lot of like friendship mm-hmm. advice, you know, because they assume, people assume we just know what we're doing, yeah. but it's 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 hard. Yeah. Being mad at a friend in your 30s is mm-hmm. like so hard. Yeah. You feel like you're not allowed to be mad. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're like too old to be mad. Right. Like, oh, I, you know, this is petty. Mm-hmm. But you're allowed to be mad. Yeah, you're absolutely allowed to be mad. Well, this book sounds amazing. You'll have to come back when it comes out. I'd love to. We will drop a pre-order link. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have to come back. We'll do like a giveaway or something. Yeah, that would we'll be great. Something great. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, thank us. thank you for having me. And we will see you guys next week on G Thanks Just Bought It. <laughs>